As we get started, if you guys would like to uh, turn to Matthew chapter 5, we're going to read the first through the uh, 16th verses. So I'm thankful that um, I'm thankful that the Lord can lead if we are open to His leading. Um, as a lay member, and especially as a uh, as a preacher of the gospel, and uh, you know, we never know. Some sometimes I know that the Lord lays messages on uh, on my heart for me, and and I, I know this one is for me. And um, but we just never know what the. Uh, uh, we don't know sometimes why the Lord lays certain messages on our heart, but uh, I'm thankful that He does, and I'm thankful again that He can just, just lead us in, in that way. So if you want to turn with me, like I said, Matthew chapter 5, 1 through 16. It says, And seeing the multitudes, He went up into the mountain. And when He was said, His disciples came unto Him, and He opened His mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost his favor... Wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under the foot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven." That's the uh, first through the sixteenth uh, verses of Matthew chapter five. So in the beginning, we, we see this is uh, Jesus early on in his ministry, and uh, uh, the word has started to get out. Right, the word has started to, to spread of this of this man uh, and, and his his preaching, and so we you start to see a a large group of followers following him around. And uh, uh, then Jesus decides he's going to head up uh, onto the mountain. So, of course, uh, we call this the, the Sermon on the Mount. And so the, this large crowd is following him, and, and he heads off up, and, and it's his disciples that, that follow him. So he sits, uh, or he stands there you know, before his, his disciples, his, his children, his flock, and he is, he's teaching them. He's talking to them, right? Um, you know, the, the beginning of our scripture we call the, the Beatitudes. You know, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of, of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Uh, so we call those, the, the beginning, the, the Beatitudes. Um, and, and then Jesus goes on to, uh, to, to tell his disciples, and again, this is early on in his ministry. He, he warns them of the persecution that they're going to face. 
Right? He, he warns them that uh, um, you know, you're, you're going to face persecution. If you, are, uh, um, uh, if you are sharing my gospel message, this message that I have, you're going to be persecuted. Just like the prophets that came before you were persecuted. So he's, he's telling them, just you know, expect this. This is, this is to come. But just as it did for the men that, that, that came before you, and we know obviously that, that Jesus will, will be persecuted to the, to the point of his, his death, you know, the death on the cross of a criminal even. And he tells them, he says, um, but rejoice and be exceeding glad for great is your reward in heaven. So he tells them, you're going to be persecuted if you share my message. If, she, if you share what I'm telling you with the world, you're going to be persecuted, but you will be rewarded in heaven. So rejoice at this persecution that you face. You know, so many times, we even today, the persecution that we face, the, and I'll use air quotes when I say the word persecution, because the persecution that we face is, is nothing uh, at this point in, in tw- 2021. Now, it may, it, this may change over time, but the persecution that we face is nothing like the persecution of these, these disciples. But we, uh, you know, oftentimes we still want to to cower a little bit rather than go and share the gospel message. But the Lord is telling these men that, you know, you are going to be persecuted, but your reward is in heaven. You will be rewarded in in time to come. Uh, So rejoice in that. that. And then he goes on to, to compare... Compare them to, to salt and, and to light. And he tells them, you know, salt, which is a, a, a seasoning, you know, if, if there is, a, if, if this season, if this seasoning has no taste on food, then it is pointless, right? It is pointless. You know, you think about it, if, if you were to be at home and you were barbecuing at your house, you're grilling out and, and you had, you know, your favorite steak or hamburgers or pork chops or whatever, and, and you put all this seasoning all over it, and you did that a few times, you realize we don't taste anything. There's nothing good that comes from this. The next time you probably just wouldn't waste your time, right? So that seasoning is good for nothing. So he, he is, uh, you know, comparing, comparing that to, um, uh, uh, you know, if, if, if they're not doing what they're to do, the, if, if they're not fulfilling their purpose as, as, as salt or seasoning is to flavor food, it, then it's good for nothing. If you're not fulfilling the purpose that I've prepared for you. And we're going to focus on the very end there um, that, that's comparing it to light. Right? So he says, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So he's telling these men, you know, you are the light of the world. Of course, the, uh, Christ says uh, several times during his earthly ministry, you know, that he is the light of the world. I am the light of the world. While I'm here on earth, he tells us that, that uh, while he is here on earth, he is going to be the light. But he's also telling these men that, that they are going to be the light of the world. And this message is not only for them, but is very applicable to us in our current world. We are the light of the world. We are His modern day disciples and we are called to let our light shine. We're called to to let the light of the Lord shine through us in this dark, wicked, dying world. You know, we are called 
to be the reflection of the light of Christ in the world. We are not the source of that light. The Lord is the source of that light, but we are called to be a reflection of that light in the world. We are called uh, to, to, to share the message of, of Jesus with the world and, and to let the world see that light of Christ through us. So many times I think we either, either cower or, or we let our, let our globe get dirty. Right? Those of us that, that know the Lord, even though uh, we know Him, and even though His, His light is within us, oftentimes as we spend time out in the world in our, our daily lives, at, at work or, or around others, and uh, we, we let our, our, our globe get, get dirty. And I think that's one of the reasons that, that the Lord put the church here. You know, we talked this morning in our, our Sunday school class, our young adult class, about... Uh, influences and how that that those around us influence us whether we want them to or not right sometimes we think that we're stronger than that but we are influenced by all the things around us and so one of the reasons that the Lord placed the church in this world is so that we could come here and and help clean that globe you know, we can spend time in His Word. That will help to, to clean us up. We can spend time in, in prayer. That will help to clean us up. We can spend time around God's people. That will help to clean us up. Because we're not immune to getting dirty. Now, there's a part of us deep down on the inside that is, that is still pure. There's a part of us that light is still there. But as we get out into the world and, and around others and all the, the things, and, and, and I feel like it, it gets worse every day. If you look at the media and you look at social media and, and, and you talk to people out in the world, I feel like that it gets easier and easier for even God's children to go out into the world and get, get dirty. And again, the light of the, world is, the, light of the Lord is still there. The purity of, of Christ that He placed deep down inside with, uh, of me when He saved me, November 28, 2006, is still there. But sometimes it doesn't shine as bright as it should. Right? Sometimes I cover it up myself because I'm afraid that I might offend somebody that I'm with. Right? Well, they may not want to hear what I have to say about church or about what's going on in the world or about the gospel. Right? Sometimes we can be, we can be that source. We can hide it ourselves. Sometimes, again, it's, it's the, the, the things that we do, the places that we go, the influences that are around us that, that, that can start to hide that light. You know, when the Lord saves us, that's just the beginning. We talked a little bit this morning at Fairview about how too many times we are so focused on people just getting saved. And, and, and that's, that's important. That's the most important thing, right? But, but that's the beginning. Once we're, once we're saved, the Lord tells us to go out into the world and let our light shine. Too many people, I think, have, have been saved. And then, then, you know, just as the scripture said, put a, a bushel, put a basket over that light. And they go out into the world almost, uh, almost afraid to let it show. They go back to, to doing the things that they did before and, and, and hanging out with the people that they hung out with before. Or, or you know, they, they, we get away from coming to church on a regular basis. We get away from spending time in prayer with the Lord. We get away from, from uh, spending time in His Word. 
Sometimes we can quickly put a, a basket over it, and sometimes that basket slowly drops down. Sometimes that globe slowly gets dirty to the point that we don't even realize how dirty it is until we, till we get back to the Lord, till we spend time around God's people, till we spend time in His Word and in prayer again, and He cleans us up. You know, the Lord gave us the, the Great Commission. You know, go, go into the world and, and preach and teach. And as I thought about this, as I reflected and, and prayed, one of the things I thought about it is, you know, the Lord tells us, Jesus tells them, let your light shine. He makes it pretty simple. Right? We are the ones that complicate it. We're the ones that mess it up. We're the ones that muddy the waters. We're the ones that, that get so caught up sometimes in the, in the silly things that we forget. That, that he, he makes it pretty simple. Go out into the world and let your light shine. You know, He gives us two commandments. Love the Lord and love your neighbor. And if you'll do those two things, the, 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 the light of the Lord will shine. Again, we sometimes... Make it way too complicated. Sometimes we feel overwhelmed. Sometimes we feel like we have the weight of the world on our shoulders. We feel like we have to go out into the world and make big sweeping changes. And that's not what he tells us at all. Right? He tells us to go out into the world and just let our light shine. He'll handle the changing. Right? He'll handle the big things. We just have to do the little things. Again, sometimes we complicate it way too much. You know, we're not required to, to hold a big spotlight. We're not required to, to make the sun shine. We're just required to share our little light. I thought about as simple and silly as it is, I thought this, you know, about this little light of mine. You know, that song. It doesn't say this big light, this great light, this, this you know, sunshiny light, this spotlight, just, just a little light. Just a little bitty light. But when we do that little thing, when we do that, that thing that, that seems small, the Lord can make big changes. I'm sure you guys know what it's like to be in a, a really, really, really dark room and somebody lights a little match. Or somebody turns on a small flashlight. Now, if you're here and all the lights are on and we, and we light a little match, it's not going to make a big difference, right? But if we're out in that, that dark, wicked world and we just let that little light shine, the Lord can do great things with it. It can illuminate the world, our little light, especially if it's combined with your little light and your little light and your little light. But again, so many times we, we feel overwhelmed and like we have to, to go out and, and set the world on fire or go out, you know, guns blazing and make all these changes and, and the, the, the world is going down and, and, and we've got to try to rebuild it all ourselves. <clears throat> you guys know this just as well as I do, but the, Lord's been, uh, the world has been messed up since the beginning, right? The beginning of 
of Genesis, the beginning of the, the, the first book of the Bible. You know, Adam, Adam messed it up in the beginning, right? It didn't take us very long. He gave us, he gave us one thing not to do, and, and we messed it up. The world has been, uh, you know, look through the Old Testament. Look at some of the crazy things that happened in the Old Testament. The world has been messed up for a long time. And we, by ourselves, are not called to fix it all. But the Lord can. And He will. One of these days, He will come back and He's going to make it all right. But for now, we as His people are just called to share our little light. To let our light shine. Not to put it under a basket. Not to, not, not, not to close it off ourselves. And, and not to let the rest of the world slowly dirty it up. But, but, but wipe that globe off. And to let the light shine. So sometimes it seems really simple. And it really is. He doesn't give us great things to do. You know, He didn't give, he didn't give His disciples a, a list of 10 million things to do. Go do this and go do that and go do this and go do that. He said, you know, let your light shine. Go and preach the gospel. Go and share about me and my Father. Go tell people what I've done. Pretty easy. Again, sometimes we try to make it too complicated. We try to, 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 to do too much or feel overwhelmed by all the things that are going on. But if we will just go out and share the light of Jesus, the Lord will handle the rest. The Lord will handle the rest. And, and again, we talked this morning in our Sunday school class about, about influence. And we talked and some of the stories that were, were shared with our group were about how so often it, it's the seemingly little things that we either do or don't do that can have such an impact on the people around us. You know, I don't have to, to, to carry my Bible around and hit people over the head with it all the time. And I don't have to always, you know, point my finger and tell everybody how they're doing this wrong and they're doing that wrong. Sometimes just me being in a situation and handling it differently has quite an impact. Brother Steve Skinner, Brother Doug told the story, and I think I've heard uh, Brother Steve Skinner maybe even share it as well. Um, Brother Doug told a story a few, a few months ago, I think about how his dad was at a, a gun show, I believe. And uh, there was a guy that he came into contact with. And when he walked up to the guy and, and, and the guy started talking, the guy was just really fired up and the, and the guy was, was cussing and, you know, using all kinds of, all kinds of those good four-letter words and, and just, you know, just on and on and on. And after a short amount of time, Brother Skinner, I don't even think, said anything to him. He just kind of continued the conversation but directed it toward, away from those types of words. And Brother Doug said, by the end of that short conversation, the guy had calmed down and he was all of a sudden not using four-letter words anymore. Now, Brother Skinner didn't even tell him, hey, you know, I really would prefer you not to use those words. Just by that little bit of a, that, by that little bit of a way that he interacted with that guy, that guy shifted his, the way he talked. Again, sometimes it's the little things that we do that let our light shine. Sometimes it's the little things that we do when we're out in the world. Sometimes it's the little things that we do when we're at home. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes the hardest place for me to let the light of the Lord shine is in my own house. 
You know, sometimes uh, my wife and kids, unfortunately, see the, the worst of the worst of me. And so I need to be thoughtful of that as well, that, that, that my children and my wife need to see the light of the Lord shine through me. Sometimes it's easier to, to brush yourself off and pretend like you're this, uh, uh, this holier-than-thou person when we go out into the world, but uh, I'm sure my, my kids will be happy to tell you all the, all the bad things about me. They're more than happy. But again, all that we're called to do is let the light of the Lord shine through us. We don't even have to create the light. We can't create the light. We're not the source. We're just called to be a reflection. A small light, a small reflection of the light of the Lord in the world. And if each and every one of us will do that, we will make a big difference. The Lord will make a big difference in in our lives, in our churches, in our world. You know, in the end, we know that the Lord will be victorious. We know that the Lord will come back and He will make it all right. But while we're here, this short little, little blip, this, um, uh, this, this dash of time, you know, we, sometimes people talk about on, on a tombstone um, that your life is that little dash. During that little lot, dash of time, we are called to just let our light shine and the Lord will handle the rest.